right, here we go. Hey, Scott, happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. Thank, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea until I checked, like, the you know, I never check that shit in the morning. Like, the timeline's like, oh, shit, I better get on this. I saw it. I was like, oh, hell no. I saw Tommy Dugan send you. I said, oh, no, no. I got to gotta give him a shout out, man. <laughs> man, we got to talk. We have a lot to talk, man. Like, Glenn was just giving me the rundown on what happened Saturday in Minnesota. How do you look at that game in Minnesota, Scott? We got, we got it all recorded on the side, so I'll upload it uh, later in the week, man, so the guys can still get a listen. I'll, I'll tell you what, um, I'm, I'm very pleased with, with, with just everything. I, I really am. And that's not even a damper to me. It's really not. I mean, if you look at the three games since, uh, since you know, since the last call, you know, the, the Carolina game, first of all, um, you know, we faced a lot of adversity there, obviously, losing losing Fox, losing Needle in the same game, uh, and still managed to go toe-to-toe and get the win in that. So I'm happy there. Uh, Minnesota, there's several ways you can look at it. You know, the first thing that jumps out, obviously, is going to be, well, they had a three-goal lead in the first and blew it. You know, that, that's undeniable, sure. But... They had three goals in which they were outshot fourteen to seven. They were just manhandled that entire game. I mean, they were just you know not in it. You want to talk about laying the proverbial stinker, which again they hadn't done in so long. In fact, I don't think they really done it uh, at all. And you know, I don't really recall the the first two losses of the year because they were so long ago. Knock on wood. But uh, I so so you can look at it as okay. Well, it's no excuse for losing a three goal lead. You can look at it as as they were due for a stinker. Um, you know with the six-game win streak, uh, they, they were, you know, you could look at it as they blew the three-goal lead, just got just got worked up and down the ice in every facet of the game, but then managed to come back and tie it and get the point. You could look at it that way. You could look at it as, well, you know, they were manhandled the entire game and got a point. So there's a million ways you can, you can look at it, you know, some on the positive side, some on the negative side. I'm okay with it because it was the first game where they had to play without Fox and Heedle. You know, they had to make the adjustments, you you know, there's going to be a little bit of a growing period there, you know, to make those kind of adjustments. I mean, as we saw in the Carolina game after Fox went out, we had a couple power plays that were just completely a mess. Uh, I think Gustafson has, has really settled into that role. I'm happy there. So uh, I guess the short answer to your question after all that is, is I'm okay with that Minnesota game. You know, I really am. I mean, they just they, they laid a complete stinker in that game, which, you know, they're allowed to have one every now and then. They hadn't had one in pretty much all year. I'm, you know, I'm okay with it. And they still managed to get a point. Yes, the three-goal. I think the fact that they got the three-goal lead was more of the fluke than blowing the three-goal lead, if that makes sense, just because of how much Minnesota owned them. So I'm okay with that. And, and here you go. They responded very beautifully here against a very young and talented and quick uh, Detroit team uh, that we pretty much manhandled them. Yeah, we had a very momentary lapse of reason in the third period, and all of a sudden it became a game in the last six minutes, but you know what? The Rangers were so dominant uh, for two periods in that game and pretty, and, you know, you could say they put the game away, so that's a great, great way to respond mm-hmm. after that Minnesota game. Uh, so, no, I'm, I'm not upset about the Minnesota game at all. Um, you know, the, the, the stinker is allowed to happen, and they got out of it with a point, did come from behind after blowing that lead, and responded with just a absolute dominance of, of a very young and talented team. So, so I'm okay. I got, I'm, 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 I'm taking a page from Glenn's playbook here. I'm, I'm, I'm all sorts of in good spirits and optimistic. Here. Well, so now we got both of you guys here and we heard last week when you were all over our MSG networks, all over <laughs> Winnipeg, Canada, um, 
we played the clip for you, uh, you know, giving Glenn his props. Now, I mean, got him live. Now, you want to double down on that on that road trip, or you want to? Sure, sure. I mean, yes, and, and, and I and I did watch the or listen to the show after the fact, and thank you for uh, thank you for getting that airtime out there. And uh, yeah, I mean, just you know, I'll say it in person. You know, I, Glenn, I thought you were nuts when you said it. No, um, so did I. <laughs> Uh, but then, sure enough, it, it was five and zero, oh. um, and, and they they look great in all those games. A couple come from behind, you know. They they're really starting to get back that uh, that no quit New York uh, motto, which obviously completely went out the window in the playoff series last year. But you know they're starting to get it back. They came from behind uh, in the. Um, uh, in the uh, Vancouver game, they came from behind in one of the others. I don't remember which. I mean, you can't really say the Calgary game because it was one nothing so early. But I think there was another one where they came from behind. Um, uh, and yeah, um, you know, just five and zero, oh, just like Glenn predicted. Like none of us, none, 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 none of us did. Um, yeah, it was just an overall great time out there. Obviously, you saw the. Uh, you saw the pictures, the videos. It was nice. It was snowing. I had a great time. Just really, really great people. Really, just everybody I met was just so friendly. I mean, there was just not there was not one person who you know gave me any crap at all. Just uh, you know, the one thing you see you, you experience when you go out there is you know when I was telling people that I flew in at six in the morning from New Jersey, they're just completely blown away. And I got the same thing out in, uh, in, 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 in uh, Calgary and Edmonton. Same thing. They just they they, they take it as a compliment. Uh, that you're going to do that for them. You know, we, it's something you don't really see around here. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, just an all-around great road trip, great time. And, um, you know, life is good for us now, yeah. right now. It really is. Cool, Glenn. Glenn, you want your response to your insane prediction that you got right? <laughs> well, you know, you remember before I said, the one game I was worried about, Vancouver, and, and I was kind of justified the way that game played out. I was worried about that game in Vancouver. But, um, I mean, you look you look now, and I thought that before, I mean, Calgary's terrible. Edmonton is just, uh, uh, the start they're getting off to is, is horrific. And, you know, McDavid was out for a couple of games, but, you know, he's not piling up the points like he was. And their goaltending is just awful. Uh, so I figured we'd win those two. I thought the Winnipeg game was a lot tougher than I actually thought it would be, too, because I thought we, you know, uh, kind of breezed to a nice... Uh, Four two five two win in uh, in Winnipeg, and it didn't. You know, they gave us a real fight. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you said they're going to go out west and win five games in a row. I mean, that was the first time that happened in, in team history. So you know, I mean, I was going out on a, on a little bit of a limb there, but uh, you know, I just looked at the teams and the way they're playing, and I said, you know, we're just better than them. And as long as we don't lay an egg in one of those places, we should be okay. Yeah, so uh, fast forward to uh, tonight's game versus Detroit. Yeah, there was no way they were going to blow a 5 nothing lead. Um, we could say last week, at that time, Jonathan Quick had the best save percentage in the league. He kind of gave some of that back when we look at the Minnesota game and tonight's game. Now, I mean, he's kind of held his own. Uh, he had the one, I guess you could say, bad goal against the, you know Andrew Kopp. But I, I think he's – I didn't think as pessimistic with – how he was going to be this season based off his preseason play. I didn't kind of regard that. I felt like he was going to be professional enough to stick up to the challenge. And he's, he's been doing a pretty good job. Right. So um, I would, uh, you know, the confidence, the defense has been better and uh, 
the Carolina game, I did not see it live, but did definitely go back and watch the replay of it. And you, when you could shut down a powerhouse team like that, uh, that really gives me a lot of confidence, especially coming off that road trip. Um, but tonight's game, you know, I, I saw a few Detroit Red Wing games. We even featured the Brinkett on our Instagram a couple of weeks ago. Him and Dylan Larkin, Lucas Raymond on another line. And, of course, Andrew Cobb is going to alternate between the second and the third lines. You add in Spronger for Bree. I mean, they got a nice little team. I think that division is very good, top to bottom. I mean, they may not all go to the playoffs, but each night you're going to have to work. And I thought the Rangers responded very well, and especially Vincent Trocek, uh, Glenn and uh, Scott, with uh, the two goals tonight. You know, I saw the uh, what, 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 the penalty shot, and he, he it was anyway, it was kind of weak in Minnesota. But a nice, strong, uh, you know, night or a bounce-back night offensively for him with the two goals, as well, you know, him leading the charge why the team is retaining pucks off face-offs, it's mainly him. He, he's the biggest driver of why the Rangers been a, well, been a top-ten team in the face-offs as far as uh, on the draw. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not – no necessarily major complaints. What are your thoughts on the injuries, guys? Uh, anything you'd like to add or Scott or Glenn? Go, go back to Scott or – yeah, well, I mean, obviously Adam Fox is an absolute killer, and uh, like, like I said before, they were completely lost in the power play in the, in the, in the power plays in the third period against uh, against Carolina. But that can be expected. I mean, you know, Fox is one of, if not the best defenseman in the league, not to mention quarterback power play uh, power play quarterbacks. Uh, so you know, there's going to be some some growing pains there, and that's why I give them a pass. Uh, you know, in the absolute egg that they laid in Minnesota, uh, play wise. Um, you know, and but that's why this game was such a great, uh, a great dominant win because obviously they made the adjustments. You know, you can't sit and cry about Fox being out for the next month. Uh, you have to make adjustments and you have to prove that they, you know, if you want to be a contender, you have to be able to overcome that. And they did that. They obviously worked on it. They got Gustafson uh, is now the the, uh, the the power play quarterback and looked great. I mean, they were two for three on the power play tonight. Uh, we, we, you know, which is fantastic. Uh, we, you know. They made the adjustments. They obviously practiced him out there with that first unit. Then, uh, you know, they made the adjustments. I mean, Heedle, you know, uh, you know, it's funny because we're just alternating you know, the, the kid line, that, that all-powerful kid line, which we'd like to see all three of them become legit top, uh, you know, top six guys. We're just alternating which one of the three at a time is just completely invisible, and now it was Heedle's turn. Now, no, don't misinterpret that. I'm not happy in the least that he's hurt. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I guess at, at this particular moment, if I had to pick one of the three, you know, the other Lafreniere and, 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 and Kako, uh, that, that it, it wouldn't mind, you know, if I had to pick one of the three to, to be hurt for a very short amount of time, I guess it would be him because he was pretty much invisible, uh, you know, lately as well. I think, uh, you know, Lafreniere was definitely, no, I don't know if he's not on the call, but I did notice he said that, um, you know, kind of referenced me uh, in last week's call uh, about Lafreniere being very noticeable on the road trip. And I absolutely want to second that, uh, that, that he was. He definitely was. He, he may not have a lot of points to show for it. But uh, he was definitely noticeable and making things happen. Um, 
and now Kako's kind of gone invisible, and so is Heedle. So, um, you know, but the good news is Heedle will be back uh, shortly. I think he's only a week or so, give or take. But, uh, you know, Fox is huge. There's really no way around it. And all you can do is just make the adjustments and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, cry about it and, uh, you know, prove that you're, you know, if you're going to be a contender, you, you, you have to still be able to be a contender if you lose a big gun. And they proved that tonight. And uh, two for three on the power play in, in Fox's absence. And, uh, you know, five goals was nice. We completely dominated them in shots up and, you know, they, they, they closed the gap in the third period there. Again, the Rangers kind of kind of packed it up and went home after the second period. But, uh, you know, but that game was, you know, well out of reach in just pretty much every statistical category after the second period. So that's definitely great to see that they, uh, you know, and of course, uh, she's striking out for two games. So good to see that they're overcoming uh, those big injuries. And uh, I think we're going to get, uh, we're, we're going to get uh, striking back probably next game. Definitely two games, Max, and uh, you know, quick is quick has been a capable backup. I was, I'm proud to say, I'm happy to say that I was wrong uh, about him in the preseason because I thought that he was done based on his numbers last year in Vegas. You know, not a lot of games, sure, but they were not very good, uh, not good numbers at all. And I thought uh, this this kid Grand had earned being the backup, but uh, you know, that it was not happy that they went with Quick, but Quick has you know been unbelievable, uh, you know, in the backup role here. So, um, uh, yeah, you know, they're overcoming the injuries. They're not good injuries. Uh, you know, Fox definitely kills us. No no way around it. But, uh, you know, tonight was very, very good and promising. Uh, you know, now that they had uh, a couple days to practice and, 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 you know, get make adjustments for the absence, Minnesota kind of, you know, they didn't. Have, they didn't. Uh, they didn't have a you know a test run you know without the guys, and, and obviously it didn't go very well in Minnesota. But very very good to see here, and, and specifically the penalty killing. I also want to point that out because coming into this game, uh, I forgot the percentage, but I looked it up, and Detroit was fifth in the league. I want to say twenty eight percent give or take uh and we completely shut them down over six they were especially uh at, at a 52 second two-man advantage there uh at the end of the second um so definitely uh definitely all around great performance that uh they, you know they, they overcame the injuries uh they looked very very good uh you know with that big with two big guns out cool, cool. Glenn, what is trophy and events that trophy uh, you know out <laughs> yeah glenn any additional thoughts of what you saw tonight as well and then uh, how did you look at detroit coming in because i thought they were very been a very good team up to this point not a very good team but a solid team uh and it's a team we kind of talked about it, to be a sleeper in the Atlanta. What, what are your thoughts on that it, you know tonight with the game and how it played out and anything else like that yeah well, well let me just say before we get any further happy birthday to scott yeah happy and, birthday and, and make kudos for him for calling in on location report. That was that was awesome last week <laughs> from, from Winnipeg. Uh, I was like, all right, and here's Scott from from Winnipeg with a report. That was that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you. I made those. Uh, I, I made those recordings in my hotel room. Um, <laughs> gave them to Steve, and he played them that night. And I, uh, I listened to the show the next day. That was that was that was, that was going above and beyond. Above and beyond. <laughs> thank you, Glenn. So, uh, yeah, I mean Detroit. Uh, you know, I mean they got off gangbusters to start the season, but I think they've uh, come back to earth a little bit. Uh, Larkin went. You know, a couple of games without getting a point, and uh, um, so you know they were uh, right up top of that division uh, coming out of the gate. But I think in the last week or ten days or so, they've 
they've kind of slowed down a little bit. So I was kind of hoping that we'd be able to get the better of them tonight and they wouldn't wake up tonight, which, you know, they did in the third period. We'll see what that means for them, you know, when the game's going forward. Um, getting back to uh, you know, what we were saying, you know, with the, with the injuries, um, you know, I was worried uh, when it was Eagle and it was Fox because, I mean, what that pretty much did was it affected the, the, the top three lines, uh, moving guys around, and it affected two of the three defensive pairs. Uh, so, I mean, those were two guys that really had, a, uh, you know, there were real repercussions in, in the lineup. Uh, but seeing Trocek, Trocek tonight, uh, the way he played on that second line, uh, that's really encouraging. Uh, I know Heedle's not going to be out that long. And, uh, you know, Gustafson, we, t- we touched on him uh, right at the end of the episode last week about what a, a shrewd, under-the-radar acquisition that was. And, uh, I mean, he's plugged right in because could you imagine what we'd be, be trying to do with the, uh, you know, Ben Harpers and, and uh, uh, Zach Jones and, and everything and not having, uh, you know, two defensemen out and moving guys around. So, I mean, Gustafson has, has fit right in there in his, uh, you know, role as an offensive defenseman and, uh, you know, done a great job filling it for Fox. So hopefully that can continue. And, uh, you know, it's funny today, <clears throat> I was thinking about Zach Jones uh, and saying, you know, he really didn't show me that much in, the, in that first game. I mean, nobody did in Minnesota, but you know, he hasn't really shown me that much. But I thought he was really good tonight. Uh, that one move he made late in the second period where, you know, he put a couple of moves on coming down the slot and uh, went around a couple of guys. I mean, I was thinking the only fair end result of this is he scores. And he didn't, but... Uh, you know, I mean, those were a couple of great moves, and I thought he was pretty good tonight. So hopefully, uh, you know, with a little bit of ice time, I mean, he's and he's going to get it in the next month. Uh, hopefully, he can fill in well on that. Uh, you know, because that combination has not been great, him and Schneider. Uh, so hopefully, that's a good sign going forward too that he can, uh, you know, fill in on that role for the next month while Fox is out, and uh, hopefully, the defense won't skip a beat. All right. Now, did you have any thoughts on the Red Wings as a roster? Because uh, uh, I think throughout the regular season, anytime we match up with any of these opponents, I kind of want to put a little bit more of a spotlight on the teams we're talking about. You have any thoughts uh-huh. on the, the Red Wings or? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're a good team, and and you know, I mean, I think they are a team that you know probably has a, a will make the playoffs in that division. Like you said, that's a real tough division, and. And I think I said when we were uh, making our predictions at the beginning of the season that I would not be surprised to see uh, five teams come out of that division and, and just three in the Metropolitan. Um, and I still think it might shake out that way. Uh, Buffalo, obviously, was another team that you thought was going to be uh, real good, but their goaltend has not been great. Uh, so they've gotten off to uh, you know a slower start than everybody expected. And same goes for Ottawa. Uh, I think both of those teams are, are playoff contenders that have just gotten off to a bad start. So uh, as far as they go, you just don't want to get into too deep of a hole because it takes a while to, to make it up if they do. And, and both of them are in uh, you know a little bit of a rut to start the season. Uh, so uh, uh, you know, but I think uh, you know I think Detroit's a real good team. Like I, I think they got a lot of talent. I think uh, Larkin is one of the uh, uh, better underrated unknown uh, players in the league. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously, Tabrickett is a goal scorer. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, if they can get their goaltending straightened out, which is kind of weak as well, uh, that could wind up being uh, the thorn in their side. But uh, I think they're a real talented team that's got a good shot at making the playoffs. Okay. Now, 
when I look at uh, up until from now to let's say Thanksgiving, you know, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna say what I said last time about the hot start and that pissed me off because of the defense. But now with these injuries, it's totally different. Mind uh, my mind frame is now. I you know I would not be surprised if this team I would say went into a funk because of the injuries and then the opponents were coming up on the schedule that it, we would go five hundred. I'm not gonna be oh man we should go five and one or six and one or whatever it is. Got the Wild Blue Jackets, uh, the Devils at the Stars. Well, at the Devils at the Stars in Pittsburgh in Philadelphia. It's not the hardest of road schedule, but I mean hardest of schedule. But I think you know because of the circumstances of our team. Uh, and you know, learning that system with the one three one and and applying it. We just played Minnesota. We try to get a little bit of revenge after blowing the lead. Um, I'm not. I, I'm not going to say. I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't be pissed if we weathered the storm up into Thanksgiving as five hundred. Try to get bodies back, some depth at the goalie position, and of course, some substitution with with Adam Fox. But uh, Scott, uh, let me before we get off, we got let's say you got ten minutes. We got ten minutes to we'll pre record this. We'll put this out there later in the week. It's not our fault what happened with the calling, but we'll, we'll put it like this, Scott. I'll say this: this has nothing to do with the Rangers. It was about I, I remember. I think correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. Didn't you say uh, I'm going to a, another team about uh, T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena, Vegas? Did you you said you didn't like that arena, right? Was it last year you said that? Uh, no, I, I, I liked it. Um, I, I, I did like it. Um, you know, I, I thought they put on a great show. I thought the fans there uh, were, were, were nice. Uh, were, were good fans. Um, okay. I liked the whole, you know, Vegas singing up thing. No, it's it, it's the Vegas, it's the team in general and the bandwagon, that, like, Dallas Cowboys-esque bandwagon <laughs> thing that they got going on outside of Vegas that I don't like. Wow. The arena was great. The people were great there. The experience was great. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I, I, I had a good experience when I went to watch – Vegas destroyed Colorado on this past Saturday. That's why I missed the Ranger game on Minnesota, versus Minnesota and had to re- watch the replay of it. Okay, I, I misheard you. Then I can understand why you're saying yeah. that. Okay. Um, I don't have any additional thoughts. With Scott, let me ask you this, and we'll go get into some final thoughts uh, for the birthday boy. Uh, how do you look at the next five? If you predict it, do you think the Rangers go 500 between now and Thanksgiving? What do you, how do you look at it? Um. Well, uh, up until um, you know, before tonight, I would have you know, after the Minnesota game, I would have said, um, you know, if we can just play five hundred hockey, maybe mm-hmm. maybe one or two games above five hundred hockey, um, I will be until Fox gets back. I'll be happy with that, and then we can get back to business. Just keep our heads above water. But I don't feel that way anymore um, because of tonight. Tonight was a was a major confidence booster. Um, you know, again, Detroit, not, not you know, like we everyone's pretty much in agreement there. They're probably a low level playoff team, there, you know, low level wild card, especially in that division, which you know is a major improvement from where they were. The fact that they're even a contender, but as we saw, they've they've got some serious talent there, um, and I'm just very. I'm filled with a lot of optimism about the way uh, we, we played tonight and just blew them out of the water for two periods, <laughs> but it was enough. It was enough in those two periods. And, um, you know, I, I'm very confident that, uh, you know, with Gustafson taking over and Truba, Truba definitely just all season, you know, not, not even so much that him and Miller are now on the first pair, but uh, Truba's definitely been a different player this year. Um, 
So I think that they are filling the void nicely. And, and you know what? Uh, 500 uh, over until Thanksgiving, that's, do you, that's not enough for me. Do, do, you, think, um, you, know, do you think because of true, uh, one of the factors of him being taken off that power play unit, the PP2, that – Maybe he gave him a little bit of motivation. Not that he wasn't playing bad, but there must be a reason, rhyme and reason why Lafayette did that, right? And then you're seeing it in other areas of his game. What are, what are your thoughts of what's in the mind or the psyche of Jacob Trouba? Certainly possible. I think um, you know. You know, I, I think he's been noticeably good all year, and, and I think that the way that playoffs end, I think that really got to these guys. And that's good to see. Um, you know, I think, it, you know, Panarin shaving his head, uh, you know, the true will be better. I think it really got to these guys uh, that they are ready to, you know, learn from that and grow from that. And it's not, you know, last year's playoffs was not just another, oh, well, you know, that's back to the drawing board. I think that really hit these guys. Us, Kreider, who's been here for, you know, uh, 11 years. Um, you know, I think they, 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 they really got something to prove this year. I think uh, for the first time, they're, you know, they're really building on, um, you know, I think they're building on this last year's playoffs more so than the year before, you know, when they came close again to the finals. Uh, you know, I, I think this was, the, you know, the negative from last year's playoff uh, exit was more of a, of a springboard and motivation for this season. That's just my opinion. That's that's what I'm reading out of uh, how these guys are playing. Panarin, Kreider, Truba, you know, these guys are just, you know, these guys are on fire uh, to start. And, and all the more reason why, um, you know, tonight was just so great to see. They're not, you know, sulking about losing Adam Fox. They're, they're making adjustments and they're making it happen. I know it's only one game, but again, it's, um, you know, this, this was a team that could have skated circles around them, I think. And, uh, and, and they didn't let that happen. Not even close to, uh, to letting that happen. As for, you know, I just realized I talked for three minutes and didn't answer your question. Um, I don't know, you know, who knows what goes on in the locker rooms, who knows what goes on in these guys' heads. That's certainly a legitimate possibility. Um, you know, that may be taken off that power play. You added more fire to his game. Um, you know, punishment, uh, negative reinforcement, uh, you know, certainly has an effect, especially with the coach like Laviolette. So that, that could have been it. I don't know. Um, I, I like that theory. Uh, I won't discount that theory. Cool, cool. Glenn, anything you'd like to add um, before you oh, get the final thought? Oh, I, mm-hmm. oh, I pulled up the schedule. And, oh, I do have something to say between now and <laughs> Why are you guys being so timid? <laughs> well, my position. Remember I, where I was. Oh, you're, oh yeah, you're the high roller. You're the one who went undefeated on the trip. So yeah, you're. Hey, you got a point. You got a point. Hey, you're the you're the one that was Vegas, not me. You're talking about high rollers. Uh, <laughs> well, well the, the situation about that. No, well, let me tell you about that real quick before you go in. I got me an S, uh, uh, SRO seat, and I loved it. Their SRO is probably. You know, I'm not going to say I've never been to all the arenas. When I mean S, you know what the SRO is the uh, standing room only. It had a full bar. It was great. It was great. I, it was really like it was like uh, the, the like the bridge at Madison Square Garden. It was that on steroids. It was crazy. Like it was nice. It was people were just talking. You know, it was it was like a, it was being at a sports bar. It was a full bar up there. It was crazy. I loved it. Great view. Everything was nice. That place is out of this world, and I haven't been there in a long time, so it's probably even more now. But that place when I've been out there years ago was just out of this world. 
it's like you've left this universe and gone to another planet. Um, but anyway, I, I'm looking at the schedule. Seven games between now and uh, the Boston game the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at five and two. Okay. Hey, man. Hey. I mean, look, Minnesota is the next game at home. Saturday night is not going to happen again against Minnesota, I, I'm sure. Uh, then we got Columbus on, on Sunday. The Columbus game from earlier in the season is not going to happen again. Um, then they're off all week. They get some rest. They get to heal up a little bit. And then you got the Devils. Mm-hmm. Now, we're catching them at the right time without Jack Hughes. And I haven't seen a Devil game since he's been out. But I got to believe that that makes them a totally different team. Kind of a, kind of like when the Rangers were in Edmonton without David there. Yeah. Then the Rangers could focus on Dreisaitl and basically say, all right, you other guys, you beat us. So I think that's the same thing they're going to be able to do with the Devils. Without Jack Hughes there uh, occupying all of their attention, um, I think they're going to be able to play a solid game against them. And Akira Schmidt has not looked like he has in the playoffs. And Vanek is... You know, he's an okay goalie. He's not, you know, a superstar. So I'm looking at them beating the Devils as well. Then they go to Dallas, and I got to tell you guys, I've been watching Dallas. I, I picked Colorado to win the Cup, but I am liking Dallas from what I've seen. Um, I mean, Ottinger is a tremendous goalie. They got Jason Robertson, who's one of the best players in the league that a lot of people haven't heard about. Joe Pavelski is ageless. Yeah. Jamie Benn is having a renaissance. Heiskanen is a real good player. You got Rupe Hintz. Um, I tell you, I, I, I pick Colorado, but I am liking Dallas to at least come out of the West. So I don't know if they're going to win that game. Uh, then you got Pittsburgh, who has been subpar. They're scoring goals, but their defense is shoddy. Jerry has not played well. Uh, so I don't see why they can't beat Pittsburgh. Uh, then you got the Flyers, who again, were a surprise in the first two, three weeks of the season, but they've come down to earth now, too. Um, and then you got Boston the day after Thanksgiving, which, to me, is a flip of the coin. I mean, I know Boston's off to the great start that they're off to, but, you know, so are the Rangers. I mean, so Boston could be looking at the Rangers and saying, boy, that might be a tough one to win. So I'm looking at 5-2 and two between now and Thanksgiving. So you guys can – we'll see where we are at that point, but I think 5-2 and two is where we're going to be. All right, cool, bet, bet. Hey, Scott, give us like two minutes so we can wrap up, man. I appreciate you guys on this delayed episode. We'll put it out later in the week. And Glenn gave us the forecast of what he predicts, so we're good for an upload later this week so people get the chance, man. Shout out to you, Glenn and Scott. And uh, give us like one or two minutes, birthday boy, your thoughts. And then <laughs> and, and then, um, and then, then exactly share exactly with uh, what you do for the birthday, if you don't mind. And then and go to Glenn. We'll get final okay. thoughts as well, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll second Glenn's prediction. I, I like five and two. I kind of, you know, yes, Glenn, I was being a little timid. I said 500. <laughs> I wasn't going to be satisfied with 500 because tonight gave me a confidence boost. Um, an excellent point about uh, Jack Hughes kind of leveling the playing field. They definitely got something to prove against the Devils. And the Devils are far from a one-man team. That, that much is obvious. However, you know, Jack Hughes was on a record-setting uh, points pace. Um, 
Uh, you know, he was he, he was on a, he was on an almost Gretzky or Lemieux esque points pace, um, and that's certainly going to hurt them. Yes, they have plenty of extra weapons, but that's certainly going to level the playing field a little bit. And the Rangers definitely have an axe to grind when we play them, so I'm excited about that game. Um, yeah, I, I like five and two uh, the in, in that stretch, and you know, again, I'm just filled with all sorts of confidence the way they played tonight. Uh, you know, in those players' absence, we should have Heedle back, and soon we should have Shesterkin back. Another game or so. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like that. Uh, as for what I did tonight, um, not much. I mean, um, Jaron came home with some ribeyes, made some steaks for me, uh, some grilled veggies. It was nice. Uh, watched a little TV until the Ranger game, and that was that. I mean, it's you know my forty seventh. That's about all of the excitement that I want on a birthday. I'm just you know birthdays just don't. You know, it's like New Year's at this point. It's just yeah. whatever. It's nothing. It's nothing. Uh, nothing to get excited about. So, uh, you know, my girlfriend was here, cooked me dinner. It was nice. Had a nice little evening. Watched a nice Ranger ga- uh, game. That's as good as a birthday as I uh, could have possibly hoped for or wanted. So, uh, you know, like I said when we started the call, life is good right now, gentlemen. Man, thank you very much, Scott. On that, and shout outs to you. And then uh, Glenn carries home, and we're out. Uh, 47. I can't even remember that far back. But, <laughs> but, but good for you. Happy birthday. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna end the way I was going to begin if we actually went on normal time today. You know, at our, our usual starting time, um, and, and just kind of go multi-sport uh, as a sports fan. The last three days, I had to lament losing Adam Fox and Heedle on Saturday. Losing Daniel Jones on Sunday, maybe for good, and and then having the Mets hire a freaking Yankee bench coach that's been, that's been sitting next to and learning from that Hall of Fame manager Aaron Boone for the last four years. So I stayed in bed until about a half hour before the Ranger game, and I only came out of the covers to watch a game and be with you guys. So I'll take these two points tonight and be happy, even though the third period wasn't that great. And uh, those are my final thoughts. I'm going to at least go to bed happy for the first time in four nights. Yeah, shout out to you, Glenn. I'm glad you're going to bed happy. And uh, at least you got the center ice, though. I mean, mean, all this stuff bad with the local team. Well, the Rangers are doing all right. They're pretty good. But your other teams, I understand the the pain. But at least you got the center ice to, you know, keep your head out of the, you know, you know, from from the the issues with these other teams, but yeah, I, I feel you, man. And I apologize. Well, it's not my fault. The issue with the system. Well, we'll, we'll try to get it back up running, or they got to get it up back and running. But we got this pre-recorded for later in the week. We'll have it uploaded. Shout out to Scott and Glenn and RP. Said this game was too late for him for NHL on TT TNT. So he said, "I'm out, man." He's like, "I can't do it, can't do it." But but next time we'll join with RP and Glenn, and hopefully Glenn was right on. And yeah, let, let him call it, man. Hey, Glenn, you got the lotto numbers too on top of that? What's up? Man? Yeah, no, I'll get those seats tomorrow, Steve. I'll get those seats tomorrow. <laughs> All right. I got to sleep on that. All <laughs> right, guys. Uh, shout out to you guys and, and enjoy, and uh, we'll catch up on the next episode. I'm not exactly sure if it's going to be next week, but definitely not that. We'll make up for sure. We're going to have a, I definitely guarantee the um, Tuesday before Thanksgiving a full. Blue shirts and rest of the NHL episode. I look forward to that. So if we can't do it next, we definitely make up for that uh, at 8 o'clock because the, the Rangers will be in between games. So shout out to you guys, and we'll catch up.